When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the High Potion Podcast. I'm your host, Pauls Burkhardt. And guys, we have a serious break glass in case of emergency situation. Let me explain it to you. My buddy Steve and I, who normally would introduce the show, we had a bunch of shows backlogged. And then life, it happened. You know, I had a surgery. Steve had to go out of town for his birthday. And then the plan was, okay, we're going to get together this weekend. We'll record three, and then boom, baby, we're back ahead. And then disaster struck. My good co-host, one of my best friends, Steve Crothy, came down with a head cold at the middle of the week. And in the interest of safety, being as we live in a fucking plague times, we figured, hey, you know, seems like it's just a cold. He already seems like he's getting better. But we said, you know what? Let's not record this weekend. Let's let Steve stay home, recover, get better. So when he comes back to record our next batch of episodes, he's a 100% fighting condition. It's weird. I'm experiencing something weird right now. And it doesn't make a lot of sense to me because... I int- I've introed 300, like almost 330 episodes of Blue Harvest. So you'd think it wouldn't feel weird, but introing this show feels fucking weird right now. I feel like I'm out of place. But anyways, uh, so we were uh, strategizing. We were getting some strategies <laughs> together. And there, there's been an episode in our back pocket that I knew was going to happen eventually. You know, uh, the idea was it would be me, Steve, and the guest we have today talking about the game we're going to talk about today. But things happen. So we're recording emergency episode. Um, and then, you know, like Steve and I will be getting together next weekend to record the next batch. So if you're like, oh, Halo Infinite's out. I can't wait to hear what they think about that. Oh, the game awards happen. What did they think about any of that stuff? You know, you're just going to have to wait just a little bit longer. But today, we are taking a trip to Pelican Town, baby, because we're talking about Stardew Valley, one of my favorite games of all time, a game I feel like I know a lot about, 
but I don't know near as much about Stardew Valley as the guest we have sitting across the table from me today. That is the beautiful, the incomparable, the best partner in the world, Miss Jessie McGarity. Yes, I do have an expansive knowledge of Stardew Valley. You, you know quite a bit. Look, this is the thing. Nobody has fishing knowledge like Hawes Burkhart. That's my specialty. I would say the fishing is my specialty in Stardew Valley. We'll talk about that, of course, and all the different aspects of the game. But I don't hold a candle to the lady who I'm talking to this afternoon. Who? We, so Stardew Valley, for you guys that don't know, is a game that originally released in 2016 on PC and then later came to pretty much every platform. Mobile, PlayStation Vita, uh, Xbox, PlayStation etc it's that switch it's on everything it's the only game that i've played on like five different platforms that's what i was about to say i all of my stardew valley experience comes from playing on the xbox jesse however has played on the xbox that's where we started Mm -hmm. she's played on her phone Mm -hmm. she's played on the switch Mm -hmm. she's played on the pc yeah i think that's it i think that's it so what i'm saying is if there was ever someone to have an episode about Stardew Valley with, it's you. <coughs> yeah, you know what's crazy, though? They've put out so much new, so many updates for that game since it's come out that there's stuff I haven't even done. Oh, my goodness. Like, and it's even worse for me because I'll go, like, so I, I was trying to think about it today. When did we start playing Stardew Valley? I think it was 2017. Yeah, I think so. I think it was 2017, and we started playing, and I played a lot. Like, did you did you get into it first and then get me into yes. it? I can't remember. I It was one of those games that I bought thinking, I'll like this, but Jesse will probably really like yeah, this. Yeah, that's my kind of game. And the idea, like, since we do, like, the... Um, we do that Xbox sharing thing where I buy a game and you can play it on the other Xbox in our room. I was, yeah. I do that a lot of times. I'll pick up a game that I think we'll both like. And this was well before there was any co-op element. Like, I don't think it was even out on the PC we version. We haven't even really talked about what the game is. We will. We okay. will. Hold okay. on. <clears throat> so, um, that was when I first played it. And then I played a lot of it. I got to what I guess at the time was considered sort of the end game content of that game. Right. And then I didn't play for a while. You continued to play. And then you would pick it up periodically on other things like your phone or the Switch or the PC. Mm -hmm. And I and you would do some of the new stuff and tell me about it. But recently we played some of the co-op and there was so much stuff in this game. That have been added since I last played. If you have two people that want to play Stardew Valley on like a regular basis, that co-op is the way to go. It because is. you can basically double your productivity. Right. I feel like the best way to go about it is maybe play a solo farm. Just so you can learn the game and take it at your own leisurely yeah. place. And then... Or pace, rather. And then then go into a co-op farm because it is a it does make the game quite different so anyways well yeah but also if you have 
so like we brought Will into our co-op farm and we haven't got to play a ton with the three of us together, but it helps if someone's new and then you have another person who can just show them the ropes and be like, here, you can go do this. Right. So what is Stardew Valley? Um, I feel like Stardew Valley is one of those, I don't have facts and figures and charts and shit in front of me, but I feel like it has to be one of the most successful indie games of all time. You know, it has definitely permeated pop culture. You see Stardew Valley memes and references. And what's crazy is it has such a long life on it because a new update will come out or it'll come out on a new platform that it hasn't been on. Mm-hmm. And then it get, the discussion gets all fired up again. So what is Stardew Valley? Stardew Valley is a game that was primarily developed by one dude. That makes this game even crazier in my opinion. He His like code name or his internet persona is concerned ape, but it's a guy by the name of Eric Barone or Baroni. I'm not sure how, how you spell Baroni Baloney. Um, and was published by Chucklefish. <clears throat> and it is a, I think at its base, you just call it a farming simulator. Yeah. But there's way more to it than just the farming. It's sort of like a lifestyle simulator. Yeah, a little bit. I can see that. It's like a... So, as the legend states, he was a big fan of the Harvest Moon games Mm -hmm. and found them lacking as they went on. And it got to a point where he just wasn't enjoying Harvest Moon as much as he was. So what he did was set out to make the ultimate in his eyes harvest moon game well that's why that's why stardew valley is so great because at first it's a farming simulator right and then you start the game and it's like okay i'm going to my grandfather's farm i'm gonna get away from my city job and i'm going to clean up the farm and grow some crops as you progress you're going deeper and deeper through time and yeah, you work on your relationships. There's so we we can get into all the aspects, right? Like cuz there's so much to this game. And what I actually really like about this game, you know, normally when Steve and I talk about a specific game, we talk and then we're like, "Okay, here's the point where you guys should stop listening if you don't want spoilers." This is a game I don't feel like you can really spoil. There is a story and and things happen, but you that is like we could spend an hour talking about this game and not even really have to touch on anything that would be considered spoilers, right? Like, yeah. <clears throat> so what to me is the most impressive well, is that this dude was like, all right, I really like this this franchise and this type of game, and I feel like they've kind of lost their way. So I want to go in and make what I feel would be the ultimate type of this game. And now I feel like Stardew Valley way better known and way better received than any of the games it was inspired by mm-hmm. harvest moon story of seasons i mean there's so many like it since started and then stardew valley comes out and then you have the branching path of where everybody else is trying to like there's a bunch of other stardew valley type of games trying to come out like there was that game uh my time at portia or portia or yeah. whatever that's called so it's a game that's had a huge influence on games in general. So, <clears throat> like Jesse stated, Stardew Valley 
starts out like, you know, you're a dude or a lady, depending on, you know, because you make your own character, who's working at like a desk job in like a software company or something. And you get a letter from your uh, recently deceased grandfather deeding over his farm in Pelican Town to you. So that's kind of the start, right? So <clears throat> you show up in town. You've got a farm that is in a disrepair, oh, major yeah. disrepair. That Shit shit's dirty. Everywhere. There's limbs. There's rocks. Weeds, grass growing up everywhere. And you get what? Is it 15 parsnip seeds they start you off with? Yeah, I think it's 15. Yeah, and then all the tools you need to manage your farm. You've got a watering can for, obviously, watering crops. You've got a shovel. You've got a pickaxe, um, a hoe, and yep. a scythe. And eventually you get a, sh- a sword. Eventually you get a fishing pole. But most of the game, you are going to be using those items to accomplish whatever task you have. And I got to tell you, I know for some people this might not be the case. Like, I could see some people maybe getting a little stressed out by the time management aspects of this game. But once that Stardew Valley fucking music kicks in, and I'm on my farm clearing rocks and logs and gathering materials and setting up my first little... Uh, plot of land to plant in dude it is so relaxing oh yeah it definitely is but at first it can be stressful because there's so much and it can be overwhelming a little bit you have to just let that go and try to figure out how you can just best maximize your time do what you can day by day just move through those days. And just remember that there's no really way you can screw up. You know, it's also a pretty forgiving game in a lot of aspects. So you have a health bar and an energy bar or a stamina bar. And that stamina bar basically sets how much you can do in a given day, right? So <clears throat> that's something you, you sort of have to manage. Like, all right, well, I need to be able to you know, water all my plants. That's priority. That's typically going to be your priority Mm -hmm. early on, at least. Oh, yeah. I should water and care for all my plants. And then you can do whatever else you want in the day you have left with the remaining stamina. Because if you run out of stamina, you pass out and you're sort of penalized for it, right? And there's also a time element to it. You wake up every morning at 6, right? Six, as long as you didn't stay up too late. So that can change slightly. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You wake up at six and your ass better be in bed by two in the morning or you'll pass out and Mm -hmm. get penalized. You'll wake up later and you'll have less of a stamina bar the next day. So really the two things you have to manage the most are your time and your stamina. Wouldn't Mm -hmm. you say? Yeah, definitely. You know... That game really is so relaxing that I don't know how many times I've fallen asleep playing the game in real life. And then my character falls asleep because she just stays up, passes out, out in the field. There's been many nights where I've been in the living room playing something and Jesse's like, I'm going to go into the room and play Stardew Valley. Mm -hmm. And what do I always say? Don't fall asleep (laughs) while you're playing Stardew Valley. And assuredly, I'll come back to the bedroom to go to bed 
in the light. I'll see the light on in the bedroom, and I'll be like, oh, she fell asleep. And sure enough, Jessie's dead asleep, sitting straight up in the bed with the controller still in her hands. <laughs> and then when I wake her up, she acts like she just traveled through time. Like, what? What's going on? Well, the... Honestly, it is forgiving, though, because you barely, you'll lose a couple of hours. I think you wake up at 10 if you pass out, Um, but that's about it. Like, it's going to pause you at that day once you fall asleep. Because that's where it saves. Every Mm -hmm. time you go to sleep for the night, that's when the game saves. Yeah, and so even if you were to fuck something up. Just close the game and restart. Yeah, Yeah. you don't have to save your your day. So, um the other interesting aspect is how sort of the seasons in Stardew Valley work, right? All of them are 28 days mm-hmm. and they're, that's it. So you start off in the spring. Spring is 28 days. After that 28 days, you transfer transition over to summer. Summer's 28 days. That transitions into fall, which transitions into winter and the whole cycle starts all over again. <clears throat> so it's got like this compressed timeline thing going on with it. And, each season has its own set of crops yeah. that are associated with it. So in the spring, what are you growing? You're growing like parsnips. Parsnips. And honestly, so you want to now, get... Look, now listen, if you guys ever wondered like, oh, how can I maximize my time most efficiently to make the most money and the fastest progress in Stardew Valley? Jessie's your lady and I just saw the twinkle in her eye. So take it away. Well, so you have to start getting crops immediately. Your first year, it is a little bit tough because you don't have very much money. So you have to sell off a bunch of whatever random shit you can find to sell, except for wood. You have to also prioritize saving up your wood at the same time. (laughs) But you um, get crops. You want to plant anything that is going to keep yielding. Yeah, so, so it'll tell you this <laughs> this plant, this crop is going to yield every three to five days or something after right. your initial 15-day wait to get so, it going. Yeah, there's two different... Well, actually, I'd say there's more than two, but your two main type of crops are things like parsnips, potatoes, pumpkins, which you plant, they mm-hmm. grow, you pick, and then you have to replant. And then there are the ones that refresh, that like green beans, hot peppers, strawberries, blueberries... Things like that. You can plant those, and after their initial growing period, they will continue to produce. Yeah. And so to maximize your money, you want to get, you want to prioritize those. And then whatever your big ticket, there's usually one like big ticket. I think in the spring, it's, um, it's not melons. That's summer, right? Right. Um, well, it's, well, strawberries are really your big one, but you have to buy those at a specific time. Yes. And you want to sort of buy it. We'll talk about that in a second when we talk about the special events and shit that go on. But yeah, each season does have sort of its big ticket. There's melons and summer, summer, pumpkins and fall. Mm -hmm. In the winter, you can't plant anything. Oh, cauliflower in the spring. I think it's cauliflower. And, And then green beans. But the green beans really suck because they green beans and hops, they grow on trellises. Mm-hmm. So they block where you're walking yeah. and watering because you have to water every day. You have to water every crop or they're not going to like hit their daily mark. Right. 
So unless it's raining, that's cool. Yeah, that there's not like there's nothing better than a rainy day in Stardew Valley. You come out of that house and it's raining, you're like, oh shit, the world is my oyster. I don't have to water all these damn crops. Now later, you can make uh, sprinkler Sprinklers. systems. You can also uh, eventually unlock a greenhouse on your property that allows you to grow any crops at any time of the year. Yeah, so you can just put whatever the most expensive shit is in there, grow them all year round, and you'll have like that as a continuous money source. Then as you progress... End game for me, like towards as I'm higher in... Um, like my money-making ambitions, I only have crops inside in the greenhouse. I'll just grow strawberries only, fill the greenhouse, have sprinklers to water them so I don't have to touch it. And then all of my... Land is animal rearing, specifically pigs. Yeah, specifically pigs. pigs. That's what I was going to say. Even as you as you progress, then it becomes about like livestock. You can get cows, you can get chickens... You can to get ducks and you can get pigs. The pigs, those dudes are your money makers. Cause you they wait will... for that, though. You have to wait to focus on the animals. Right. You want to be in a position where, because it's expensive. Very you have much. to buy food for them and all that stuff. But the pigs are such a key component because they'll grow, tr- or they won't grow. They'll dig up truffles on your land. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's a very brief overview of the farming aspect but like we were saying that's not all it is it's not like your crazy aunt playing farmville on facebook and hitting your ass up for turnips every two days and you're like i don't i don't play farmville i don't know what you want with me i'm not signing up to send you turnips right there's also mining in the game and sort of an adventuring so you know uh and a crafting component. And the crafting component comes from various different materials that you gather throughout the world, a large majority of which are from the mining. So there's a, a set of old abandoned mines in Pelican Town that are like, what, 100 floors deep? Uh, something like 120. Something. Yeah. They're real deep. And so you go in there with your pickaxe and your sword. Those are like sort of your two main um pieces of equipment that you'll need for that because there'll be monsters in there there'll be slimes and bats and all kinds of stuff that you'll have to fight and you mine you break rocks you get your ores your irons your golds your silvers and whatnot your special shit yep yep they've got a bunch of collectibles (laughs) and things like that so if you're into collectibles and then beyond mining there's also fishing which is one of my favorite things Mm -hmm. in the game and the fishing system is pretty crazily like in depth. Like you, there's different fish that spawn in different places in different seasons, in different weather environments, in different weather environments. So there's a lot to do there. That's also like a pretty good way to make some extra money early on. Oh yeah, definitely. Because after you water and plant and take care of your crops, you can go spend the remainder of your energy or, or your time in the day. Um, fishing and then sell those fish um and then there's also what would i think a lot of people would consider to be the second biggest component of stardew valley is the social stuff like the interaction with all the people in the town so 
I think that that's probably second to the farming at the beginning, but not the main focus is neither of those things. What do you think the main focus is? The community center. Right. I'm kind of lumping the community center in with the social stuff. Mm, it's more about collecting items. Right. They, right. But it's it's all tied in with the town itself because yeah. as you will talk about it, but as you progress in the community center, you make improvements to the town. Um, but in Pelican Town itself, which is real close to your farm, there's it's a whole town of people with different personalities, different likes and dislikes. There's, you know, your general store, Pierre's, where you're going to go buy all your seeds and um, things like that. And there's a blacksmith. He's going to bust open all the geodes you find in the mines. He's also going to upgrade your equipment. Uh, one, to me, one of the most crucial pieces of equipment to upgrade is your watering can. Watering can. Because yeah. as you upgrade your watering can, you can water more spaces at once so you start off and it's all sort of like all of stardew valley is sort of like in you know little square it's a little square grid of the whole town but when it comes to the farming it's all like you know square gridded out um and so like when you start off you can water one square if you upgrade your watering can then you can water two squares or three squares or whatever it is and it just keeps getting better and better. Uh, and then there's a museum. You also should prioritize your your axe, upgrading the axe, because wood is something that you really have to collect all of the wood possible, and then you have to start getting hardwood, which you can right. only get with an upgraded axe. Right. That's the other thing. Like, your starting equipment, even your pickaxe, when you start off, your pickaxe can only break small rocks. you got to yeah. upgrade it to bust open the big rocks. Like you said, your axe can only harvest wood it can't harvest hardwood and harvesting hardwood becomes really important at, at yes. a certain point <laughs> um the hoe that you use to till the land before you um plant it you can upgrade that to till more squares of land low priority i would say the of all of them the lowest priority mm -hmm. i think the axe the watering can and even the pickaxe are more important yeah definitely um but then there's a museum, and the museum is its own little collectible thing all to itself, right? Where you have to turn in all the antiques or like, what, well, well, not antiques. Yeah, um, antiques. Yeah, but and um, artifacts. Artifacts. That's the word I'm looking for. Special crystals, and so you'll go into the mine. You'll get a bunch of geodes. You take them to the um, blacksmith and have them bust open your geodes. And you get special stuff from there. Sometimes, you know, you might get like some coal. Yeah. But a lot of times you'll get artifacts and gemstones and minerals and things like that. And Funny you... thing is, you also always need to keep coal. So yes. <laughs> never throw out coal. And then you'll um, you'll um, turn those into the guy at the museum. And that's its own little collection thing. Now, I want to take a break here. To mention one specific mineral that you can find in the mine that you should not turn into him. The prismatic shard. Well, so you should 
I like to finish off collectibles, so I'm going to turn it into them. I, okay, so this is the way I look at it. The prismatic shard is one of the harder things to find in the game. Mm-hmm. You can find m- doubles of just about you everything. You should wait till you get your second. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying never turn one in, but if, if you're like me, because the first time I played Stardew Valley, I got a prismatic shard really early. And I was like, oh shit, I'll go turn this into the museum guy. And then... Hours and hours later, I find out, oh, you can turn that in for one of, if not the best swords in the game. Yeah, definitely. Later in the game. And so I was kind of screwed out of it and then could never get my hands on a second one. So I think it's best to save that first one and then hope you get a second one to turn in to the museum. Um, Yeah. I mean, I guess that's true. I also like to sell one of every item because you get... It's sort of like a collectible too for yeah. your sale items. So yeah. ideally you have three, but well, if sell you're playing, is lowest profile is lowest priority. If you're playing co op and you want to marry uh your partner or whoever's playing co op with you, you need four to get the oh, wedding true. ring. So prismatic shards are one of the harder things to come by. And you know what? I'm sure I could go on YouTube. Or look up a guide online and there's somebody out here that's like, this is the easiest way to find prismatic shards. I've just never done that. Um, And then there's, you know, all the other people in the town which you can form relationships with. Mm -hmm. Some of them romantic, some of them just friends. Like, depending on what kind of character you're playing and stuff, you know, certain characters will be open to you to like this weird relationship sim that then opens up all characters are open no matter um like if you're you can play male or female and date any character that's dateable right but there's that's what i mean is there's only certain characters that are dateable Mm -hmm. you can't date the old guy in the wheelchair well he's married exactly yeah okay so um i would have dated the um a homeless dude up in the well, woods. He kind of looks like me. I get it. Oh, he does not. I'm just yeah, teasing. He kind of looks like me. He's a bigger guy. He's got long hair, long beard. He's more gray than I am, but give it a couple of years and I'll look like that dude. No. <laughs> Anyways. Um, you date Abigail. I think that's everybody's run through. First run through. I don't know that it is. That's mine. Uh, immediately, I was like, oh, Abigail is kind of the Jesse of this game. So guess who I'm into? It's Abigail. Abigail, actually, I I married Abigail on my Switch game. So I was married to her there, but I married the Sebastian. emo kid, Sebastian, yep. yeah. And then I had to get void chickens on my farm because, like, void eggs made him happy. So I had to always have a <laughs> void egg to give him. Um. So, yeah, and then, you know, you can actually go through most of the, you know, you don't have to do the relationship stuff, but it's pretty pretty good. You know, everybody sort of has different items that they like and sort of in the early stages of it, the best way to increase your relationship with them is to just give them items that they like or do quests for them because there will be this community board where it'll be like, Abigail's looking for a plate of sushi. And then you're like, shit, do I have all the ingredients to make a plate of sushi at my house? Um, and those are limit time limited too by a couple of days. So you sort of yeah. have to be on those if you want to complete them. But I find the characters and stuff in Stardew Valley, you're not looking at like anything super deep, but they're all pretty well written. 
all have their own personalities. Yeah. They all have uh, really well done portrait artwork. Mm -hmm. And they're all fairly unique. Um, some of them suck. Yeah. Like, some there's of them no suck. way I would ever, like, start a relationship with Haley. <laughs> yeah, you're a big Haley hater. Yeah, she sucks. She's the worst. Um, and that definitely becomes, it can become a big part of the game if you want, because you can eventually marry a character and then have kids. And then I think you can have what, up to three kids? I don't know. I never had kids in starting that. Like... I had kids once. No. Um, we had then, void chickens. I'm pretty sure there's like some weird fucked up th uh, set of steps you can do to like get rid of your kids. Hmm. Yeah, I just never had them. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't gotten that far into Maybe it. Maybe the witch takes them away or Maybe, something yeah, when she flies by. There's a. There's That's a, how I got my void chickens, the witch. There's a witch that'll come by. There's a wizard that lives outside of town. And he gives you hallucinogens. Yeah, there's this whole weird tripping scene. Yeah, where you, you trip go to see on, on some forest mushrooms now, in his house. <laughs> you mentioned it earlier, and I think we would be remiss not to bring up one of what I feel is the most important aspects of the game, and that's the community center. Yeah. So there's this old dilapidated community center in town, right? And you go in, and there's these forest spirits. They're inhabiting it. And you can bring these forest spirits different items to complete bundles that they yeah. request. And when you complete a room's bundle, the forest spirits will then fix that room, repair that room. And so, like, you know, there's... I don't know exactly how many bundles there are, but there's like a crops bundle where they want one of every spring crop and every one of uh, fall crops and, you know, things like that. There's a fish bundle where they want certain fish. In our co-op playthrough, we're going to seriously, we have to get through the full year so that we can speed run and do the community center in a year. I think we can do it in the co-op. I think it is, but that's always been sort of my goal playing Stardew Valley. Like after playing my first time and realizing you know, because as you go the first time and you're playing it, it's kind of hard because it's a lot. Oh, yeah. And then once you get the hang of Stardew Valley, I feel like it becomes a little easier. And you really got to plan it out because, like we are saying, things like fish, there's they're only available at certain times. So you right. really want to try to get your fish. Well, like this co-op playthrough, we planned it out so strategically. Like anything that we would need, we mm -hmm. prioritized. Yep. So you would handle... Like you, I'd be like, okay, hey, if you will water today, I'm going to go out fishing and try to get some fish for our bundle, yeah. and so on and so forth. Um, so <clears throat> I think um, the community center is huge. The community center, then, as you complete a room, let's say you complete, you know, the rec room or the boiler room, that will then unlock something special for you. Maybe it unlocks a bridge to an area that you have previously not been able to get to. Maybe it uh, gets the bus stop repaired for you. So then you can go out of town to go to the desert, which is its own whole own other. Has some deeper mines. Deeper mines. There's other items some you can get. Some shit that you'll need collectible wise. Yeah. yeah. And, and so you really want to try and finish your community center stuff. And that is to me the like real addictive part 
of Stardew Valley. It's completing those bundles for the community center. If you were going in as a new player, though, I don't, I do, I do not think you should try to focus on getting it done in a year. No, no. that's like a that's a speed run thing. It you have to really know what. what what's going to be in the bundles and that's a lot of research otherwise if you haven't played it a couple of times i think i went so my very first time playing it i think i went through two full years without completing it and then yeah. that sort of at the beginning of the third year i finished right my like community there center. would be one or two things that are like spring mm -hmm. um or that you need special crops or machinery to make like because that's a whole right. other thing like there's Besides, a lot of machines. Yeah. yeah, you can make, uh, you know, beer. What do you call those? Like beer kegs. So you mm -hmm. can grow hops and brew beer. You can uh, harvest grapes and make wine. You can make, there's a mayonnaise machine. Uh, wine you should prioritize in game too. As soon as you can get wine, you just fucking fill up your basement with oh, like yeah. 85 wine kegs. However, I think <laughs> I think I had a configuration that fit near 100 yeah, you would go into Jesse's basement in Stardew Valley, and it was just a, like a, it, 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 yeah, it was like going on a winery tour. It yeah. was just filled to the brim with wine kegs. Yeah, and then in my front, like my whole farm area, it would just be a ton of like pigs going around with all these just truffles everywhere. Truffles, mm -hmm. And then turning that into truffle oil. Yep. So, uh, you know, as we've sort of described, there's a lot of things you got to kind of juggle and handle in Stardew Valley, right? Then you add on another wrinkle, and that's community events. There's typically, what, two per, se per season? Um, I don't know. It depends on the season. At least one. There's like I think there's Easter. Two. Okay, so hold on. We'll go. Let, let's see if we can figure remember them all, because I don't know that I can. In spring there is the egg hunt it's not called right. easter it's an egg right. hunt so you get around and there's like a little mini game where you're trying to chase down and find eggs i have yet to get first place in it i almost always do yep yep it's like that time your sisters helped you cheat at the egg hunt when you were a kid yeah <laughs> And then, well, this is more honest. I just, I guess I know where the eggs are. So it's actually the exact same thing. Uh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then there is the dance, right? The spring dance. Oh, is that in spring? It oh, yeah. Is. Like the flower dance. The flower dance. Um, and that is. Worst festival. I agree. It's the one most tied into like the relationship system with the other characters. Your first year ain't nobody gonna ask you to <laughs> Nobody's dance. Nobody's gonna fucking dance with you. They're you gotta, gonna you be gotta, rude. Yeah, you gotta build up a relationship with somebody and hopefully the next time that fucking spring dance comes around, Abigail's gonna be like, Hey, do you wanna dance? And you'd be like, Fuck, fuck yeah, I do Abigail. What's up with that purple hair? Is that natural? I don't think so. Um and then okay. Her mom has like turquoise hair or something. Yeah. Then in the next season in summer what's in summer um the beach luau or is am i making up the beach luau is the beach luau not a thing <laughs> no That's i think that there wait, there is something at the on the beach, beach? yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and then what what's the festival where everybody just shows up and throws a random oh, wait wait in summer i think they have now they have that um nighttime festival 
it's there's a boat and stuff and I haven't done that. That's yeah. something new that they I added. think that's in summer. What happens in that? Uh well you can go underwater um and <laughs> like a submarine. And oh, a submarine just yeah. shows up. <laughs> well, no, no, I have not done that. It's like this. you get to go down and like I there's like a um yeah, like a submarine and then there's shit you can buy. There might be fireworks. I don't I don't know. I only did this once and it's been years ago, probably on my Switch playthrough, but I think so. Um, and then there's the, the, is it the harvest festival where you show up and, and you have to bring shit and make like a good display. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. <laughs> like, well, there's oh, all, I have this that, display ready to fucking go. Is that the same one where everybody comes and throws a random ingredient in the pot of soup? You know what I'm oh, talking yeah. about? Is <laughs> soup that festival the too. Soup festival? And everyone always hates on, and you'll bring like a three star. Or like a, yeah, like a perfect grade item yeah. and toss it in there and they'll be like, I don't know about this. Yeah. I think you need the iridium. Maybe. Um, and then um, the one Jesse's talking about where there's a competition and the whole idea is you, love it. you set up a display of all your your goods and then judges come by and judge your display and i have never lost that one right i have ne- i come with my a game <laughs> i'm like oh you want to sh- look at this giant ass pumpkin the key Purple. is like having a varied array of products mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. all are high quality products yeah. so. so you probably want to bring in a high quality fish a high quality couple high quality crops couple of high quality flowers Stuff like jellies or wines or yep. um like truffle oil those yep. are all great <clears throat> not any just foraged materials they'll be like fuck this bullshit i don't want a spring you onion just, you just brought an acorn that you found on the ground <laughs> yeah, that, don't sounds do that. Like, that sounds like me showing up for science fair as a kid i'll be like hello this is an acorn i'll be like this no hello Today I am prevent- presenting this acorn that I found on the ground. May I please have an A plus on my project? Did you get an A plus? No. Oh. Never. Um. <coughs> I always got an A plus on the project. What other events are there? I'm drawing a blank here because the There's most a recent Christmas thing, right? There is. Um. Oh yeah, because you'll get like someone you have to get a gift for, right? <laughs> Yeah, like and isn't there yeah thing. isn't there a Thanksgiving event as well where you go? That is that the one where you throw all the shit in the yeah the yeah soup pot? maybe that's it yeah I, I don't know because I haven't played some of the later uh, seasons in a while because I'll play through like spring and summer yeah. I'll do our, like shorter runs on our co op we got to sort of the beginning of summer and then haven't played much since then so I can't really remember but there's all these cool community events. And they're also essentially uh, optional. Like you'll get a, a letter at your mailbox. It's like, hey, we're having the spring dance tomorrow. If you want to come, it's at this time at this place. But you can ignore that if you really want to. Many a times I have accidentally missed a festival. Yep, me too. And it's a bummer if it's something you want to do. Because they will have special, I like, for instance, is it at the... Oh, there's a carnival too. Like a... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's got all the little that's mini probably games. probably in summer. Um, I think you're right that that no, is it the fall carnival or is it the summer carnival? Oh, maybe it is fall. Um, but there will be uh, a vendor there, for instance, at the uh, egg festival. That vendor is where you buy strawberries. Yeah. Seeds. 
and that's where they're available. They'll have uh, unique scarecrows, which is another thing I like to con- collect, or the too. unique uh, scarecrows. You got to put up scarecrows because crows be eating your fucking plants. Yep. Um, you wake up and all of your parsnips are gone. It sucks too. Uh, and then there's this this funny thing that I've never seen something so silly annoy Will as bad as it did. But there's this whole idea that, what, after your first year or after your first couple of years, the ghost of your grandfather comes to visit you, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. he judges, not, when I say judge, I don't mean it in like the harsh way it sounds but he's sort of like well it's a game he judges your, your progress <laughs> yeah. yeah and he and he'll tell you like the idea he'll give you a rating and part of the end game is try to get that rating maxed out i can't is it a star rating he'll give you like yeah he'll rate your mm-hmm. farm up to like four or five stars or whatever so will's been playing stardew valley right and i'm trying to coach him he's playing a solo one uh, a solo game and has messed around on our co-op farm a little bit. But um, he was talking to me and I was giving him some pointers. I was like, you know, don't worry about this. Focus on this. And then I told him about that and he didn't say anything at the time. But the next time we talked about Stardew Valley, it, that ghost of his granddad thing showing <laughs> up to judge him really bugged him. Why? I don't know. I was on the headset with him and he was like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Fucking d- d- ghost of my dead grandpa showing up to judge my farm. Like, fuck you. I'm doing what I can here. I mean, that's just. It's not that big of a deal. No, I feel I, like. <laughs> I try. Maybe. And maybe I just didn't do a good job explaining it to him. So. He thought his grandpa was going to come and talk shit. I mean, he's nice. He's like, I love the what you're doing he here. He looks like Santa Claus. You got three stars. Yeah. Yeah. And he might tell you like, hey, you could do maybe a little better with this or something. It sucks if you like get the same rating two years in a row. Because basically after he comes once, he comes back every year to. What is the, and something he gives you something. You get something if you get the best rating. Do you remember what that is? It might unlock the fast travel the teleportation mm-hmm. stones i think which it does, you which want. are handy because that saves some time yeah it is slow going if you go to the mines one night and then you forget what time it is you lose track of time you're trying to run home by 2 a.m oh Mm-mm. i've there has been a couple of times when we were playing our co-op game where i would come into our house and be like two steps away from our bed and two o'clock would hit and i would pass out on the yeah, floor and i'm just laying there trying to <laughs> yeah. well, because basically you have to go to sleep at the same time. So mm-hmm. like the first person lays down and then it'll just say waiting on the other person. Right. So you'll just be sitting there waiting. Yep. <laughs> Run out of stamina and it's like 730 and it's like, I guess I'm going to get in bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm deep in the mind. Yeah. That, to me, that is the best part of the co-op experience of Stardew Valley is, as, you know, with two people, at least you can have like someone to handle the farm stuff. And then someone else can either go mine or fish or forage. You can definitely make way more money and way more progress that way because someone like basically at the beginning of every game, I like to focus on crops and cleaning out the farm. Like I want to clear everything and save all the 
materials wood, right. because you'll need them to craft machines and stuff later. Well, not just that. You upgrade can your shit. Upgrade your house. You start off with like a little one bedroom cabin. Oh yeah, and then and buy coops and stuff like you that. Can you can extend have your house. You can add a upstairs. You can add a basement. Where yeah, you got to extend where you boob, do that. Booze. <laughs> Almost said makes her boobs. <laughs> Almost said makes her boobs. I'm so glad that you have a megaphone. <laughs> you got it for it's, me. It's funny because the other day, whenever you were recording Blue Harvest, I was laying down and going to sleep. <laughs> and you could hear it? Yeah, I was listening to some sort of sleep exercise thing. And then every once in a while, there'd be a megaphone. Well, I'll I'll try to. I didn't think about it, uh, that. I'll, <laughs> it's I'll okay. To, I'll it's fine. To, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not so shaming you. I you just got it for funny. me. I know. You got it for me. I know. I bought it. For I'll, you. I won't use it as much. <laughs> no, I'll it's try. okay. I, it just I just made... like it so much. Listen, I'm pretty sure. Look, people... I'm not oh. I'm not making you feel guilty. I'm not trying to make you feel guilty. There's no reason you should. I'm it's pretty fine. sure people I that listen, buy it. listen to Blue Harvest and this by this point are like, no, you're right, Jesse. Tell them not to use it as much. <laughs> no, we don't like this bit. Um, I feel like. I could do a two-hour podcast on Stardew Valley and only scratch the surface. Because, yeah. like, there's, like, these little stories that play out where, yeah. like, somebody left their underpants in somebody else's house, right? I mean, yeah, there's a whole, like, anti-capitalism. <laughs> yeah, sub, I forgot. Sub, Jojo Mart. Yeah. Because I never fuck with Jojo Mart. There's yeah, basically why would a you Walmart. fuck with Jojo Mart? There's a Walmart in town where you can go and you can buy seeds for cheaper. Yeah, and they're open on Wednesdays. That's right. the only time I'm ever like, oh, man, <laughs> I wish I didn't. I have I've never shopped. Well, me I did, neither. I, there is one game that I did a run through where I did go to Jojo Mart because there, it's a like an achievement. achievement. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's basically Walmart. It's real, like. It's clear who they are. Yeah, you're going sort of to this little. Out. You're going to Pierre's and, shop to get seeds one day, and a dude from JoJo Mart comes in. and He's like, "Everybody gets twenty percent off or whatever." It's a, some fucked up tactics. And you know, it's definitely uh, you know commentary on like a big corporation coming into the small town and putting the mom and pop stores out of business, which is you know a, a very real thing. But it's wrapped in this fucking wholesome. Relaxing. No, it's it's cool. It's, um, everybody has their own little story going on. Yeah, that's the that's the and neat thing. Like you know how we were talking about the community center. Like the darkest timeline of Stardew Valley is where you sell the community center to JoJo Mart, <laughs> right? And so Will, who's got you know his son Liam, who's about five and has really started to become interested in video games, right? He loves Minecraft, so he saw Will playing Stardew Valley and uh wanted to play so will was making dinner he's like all right i'll let you play will was thinking you know he can't mess anything up right like (laughs) he's just like he just won't go to bed like i'll tell him you know don't go lay down in bed don't spend all my money and he just the game won't save right so will makes dinner and he comes to get liam for dinner and he looks at his game and liam Sold the community center to Jojo Mart while he wasn't looking. And guess what he did? 
he went to sleep and saved the game. <laughs> oh, no. So Will's whole game was ruined. And he was like, it's cool. I'm just going to let Liam play on that save file. And I'm going to start a new game now that I know what I'm doing and Stardew Valley. But, man, I heard that and I was like, Phew. Yeah, that's like a... I ain't having kids. <laughs> That's like a quit the game and don't play anymore type of moment for me. It depends. It depends on how recently I'm into. Like if that happened to me way deep into a Stardew Valley game, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Fairly early on, I I could probably handle it. I mean, now, yeah, I would be fine. I would, I would be very angry. <sighs> so sometimes I don't. I'm a little bit uh, reckless when I'm angry. <laughs> Who knows? I'll never play the game again. Um, I'll hold a big grudge against Stardew Valley. It could happen. Oh, you want to know? I want to talk about this. Okay. About um, you getting real angry and saying you're never going to do something again. Right. So I used to love going to this gas station. Near our house, <laughs> okay. Right. Used to be a kangaroo. Now it's a circle K. <laughs> but I used to love going like every morning and look, I know this isn't healthy, but I would get up and before I drove, went driving all day for work, I would go to there, I'd buy a pack of cigarettes, not great. <laughs> I would buy a candy bar, not great. And a giant fountain soda, right? This was my ritual. These are the things I need to get through this day of driving. And one day, Jesse goes to that gas station and I can't even remember what happened, but you got into the, they were rude to you and you got into it with someone that worked there and she came home and <laughs> she was one of the angriest I've ever seen her angry. And she was like, I'm never going there again. And she was like, I'm boycotting that fucking gas station. I'm never going there again. And so me being a supportive partner, I was like, you know what? You're right. That's fucked up. I'll never go there again. This is my favorite gas station, my favorite convenience store. So I don't go there. I can't tell you the last time I've been in there. Years later, I find out Jesse's been going back to that gas station. <laughs> well, You went back to Jojo Mart. You had me <laughs> turn my back on Jojo Mart, and then behind my back you were like, eh, what's done is done. I'm going to well, go back. Well, the didn't work there anymore. Okay, fair enough. He I worked guess. there for a long time and he pissed me off. He wouldn't like he wouldn't sell me booze with an out of state license. It's a valid fucking driver's license. And so I got into an argument with him about it and I did not like the man. It's weird because we have a grocery store uh pretty close to our house that at the same point in time that guy's twin brother worked at the grocery store in the deli department. <laughs> Are you and sure I would it's not go, the same guy? No, no, it's not the same guy. I would go and I would get like sliced deli meat, right? And this guy was the nicest person you could ever meet, but they looked identical and it was not the same guy. At You're first, sure it's no, not the same guy? No. Listen, are we no, sure? No, he told me, okay, because oh. we had this conversation because this... Oh, shit. I was there every week. Like, this guy was very nice. And he brought up that his brother worked at this gas station. And I was like, I knew it. I knew it's not the same person. Because me, I'm sitting there incredulous every day. Like, this is the guy that. Is oh. he going to spit in my bag of turkey? Like, oh. 
Well, my goodness. <laughs> well, that was Stardew that. Valley. What what have we missed about Stardew Valley? I, I mean, no one spits in your bag of turkey at Stardew Valley. Not no. at Pierre's. No. You can't. The, Stardew no Valley, turkeys. There's, Stardew Valley is a... Like, what is it when you only eat fish? Pescatarian. Is that pes- so mm-hmm. everybody is pescatarian. Yeah, you cook fish and eggs and stuff like that, but not right, but meat. No, no, like, that's one thing I like is, look, I know how my food gets to my table. Like, I know the process. I know it's not great, but Stardew Valley doesn't make me kill my pigs or my cows or my chickens Yeah, for the sake of, like, producing... Me. Oh yeah, it's I'm not, not that gonna kind play. Of, I'm not gonna not play like Slaughterhouse Simulator or no. something. That's not. No. Who would? I mean, I'm sure there's some people out there coming now to Steam and <laughs> early access Slaughterhouse Simulator. Gross. Get the pneumatic oh. canyon. It's time to deal out death. I don't like it. I don't either. So. I don't know what else to say about Stardew Valley. It's one of the del- most delightful. The m- music is amazing. Like, yep. I get Stardew Valley jam stuck in my head. It's one of the most delightful, peaceful games I've ever played. It is one of my happy place games. It definitely is for me. It just, I turn it on. It sends like, it's like a warm hug. I know all my friends are there. Abigail. I know I keep bringing her up. I, I mean, the way we say it's my, it's my Stardew Valley wife. Uh, <laughs> you know, Pierre, the whole crew. They're all there. I'm terrible with Stardew Valley names, by the way, because there's a quest early on I in think the game. I know all their names. Where you got to go talk to everybody in town. And I'm like, shit, who's Wendy? Which one is Wendy? <laughs> but there's no Wendy. <laughs> right. That was an example. Yeah. It <laughs> was. <laughs> Stardew Valley, the Stardew Valley Encyclopedia was not going to let that slide. She was not going to let that. There's no Wendy. Well, okay. Get your shit. Some of the characters look the same, which is weird. Like a couple of the um, just undateable women, just the middle age, like the moms and stuff in the game are like. A little bit. There's like Penny kind of looks like uh, Robin a little bit. Is that who I'm thinking? Who's the lady that runs Leah the Leah and Robin look the same That's to me. That's who I'm thinking of. Leah and Robin. Um, but I cannot suggest this game. If you're hearing that, like, we're kind of maybe making it sound like it's a little too strict. And, like, you can take this game at your own pace. Like we said, there's really no way to ultimately totally screw up. I'm sure you could, but if you just, you know, If you sell JoJo Mark. Well, yeah, don't sell the community center to JoJo Mart. Yeah, sell to JoJo Mart. Um, We can't recommend it enough. I'll say this. It was recently added to Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, like, why not check it out? It's literally available on just about anything that you can play a video game on right now. Uh, And it's wonderful. And the creator recently announced his next game. Is it Haunted Chocolatier? Is that what it's called? I, I think that I know it's something chocolatier. Is I it think haunted? it's haunted chocolatier, okay. or is it, it's not spooky chocolatier. No, but it's it's very similar in art style to Stardew Valley. But you're running a chocolate factory, a chocolate shop, spooky. with the help of ghosts, which is right up my alley. That's yeah. like exactly tailored and, to me. And then Chucklefish, who published 
Stardew Valley have what looks like a sort of Stardew Valley inspired game coming out called is it Spellbrook or Witchbrook? I always get it mixed up. I think it's Witchbrook. Witchbrook. That is essentially. But you know, I'm terrible with names, so like, I'm not a good confirming <laughs> factor. Well, that looks more like a uh, Hogwarts simulator. Also, right, right up, up your alley. alley. So I love witches. I can't wait for both of those games. Yeah. I will be very excited. Those will be day one purchases for me. So, guys, you should definitely check out Stardew Valley if you haven't. Like if you, especially if you ever played an older Harvest Moon game and you enjoyed it, if you played a Stardew or not Stardew Valley, uh, Animal Crossing game, there are elements of Animal Crossing in this. Yeah. Available on just about everything. I say you give it a shot. It's a delight. Yeah, I mean, I take everything too seriously, but that's re- Stardew Valley is a really a very chill experience of mm-hmm. a game. Like it's just a nice thing to turn on and relax. You don't have to take it too seriously. No. No. And and I um I think for the, you know, right kind of person, this game just hits on a lot of different notes for especially for me. Uh so my love, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media? Um you can find me on Twitter at messy hair. Messy with an I-E, hair like a bunny. Right on. Hey, go follow our buddy Steve. Uh, Send him your positive energies to get over this cold. Thank God it's not COVID. Um, At Stoned Cobra on Twitter. You can follow the podcast at High Potion Pod. You can follow me at Blue Harvest Pod. We finally hit 40 reviews on iTunes, by the way. So... When Steve and I get together to record next, we will be giving away our next gift card. So look forward to that. And maybe start leaving some more reviews to get us to 60. What you think about that? That would be cool. Wouldn't that be neat? Sounds like it would be pretty cool. Um, And if you want to send in any emails or anything, we will be recording a feedback listener guided episode um, in our next batch. So send any uh correspondences to holy shit how can i not remember this every time every fucking time high potion pod at gmail.com i was about to say isn't it just high potion pod well okay do you forget between pod and podcast that's what i forget because Blue Harvests is Blue Harvest Podcast. And I used to always mix you up because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know how many times I've said the opposite yeah. to you. It's, so, hi, Potion Pod at Gmail. We'd love to hear from you guys. We've got some pretty kick-ass uh, emails and stuff uh, saved up for that episode, but we'd like to have some more. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, like I said, uh, things shall return to normal with our next episode coming up. In the next few weeks, we'll have our Halo Infinite review. We'll have, like I said, a a listener feedback slash guided episode and uh, a lot of other fun stuff. So thanks, guys. Thank you, Jesse, for filling in. Yeah, thanks for having me. You really came to our rescue in our time of need. Anytime. I I mean, I'm always around. I went up to the community board in Pelican Town. And I put a notice up there that said, Urgent, needed, podcast co-host to fill in for Steve. He's got a head cold. So are you going to pay me like 312 gold coins? Gold coins. We'll see you guys next week. Ah!